It is Heaven 97 KHVN, and we are back. Uh, again, Jermaine Simpson uh, sent again for Robert Ashley on the community forum. And again, we definitely appreciate uh, the City of Dallas Police Department and the Community Affairs Department uh, for sharing with us the activities that are coming up and uh, that we want you to be part of. So definitely be part of those functions and activities. Well, now we are going to uh, have conversation with Pastor Dr. G. Craig Lewis uh, in the house. Yeah, we've elevated you, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> But he is in the house, and it's always a pleasure to have him and talking about um, so much that is going on. And uh, we'll start We'll start with this. It's a wonderful event that's happening uh, January the 12th. Um, it is a men's only, ages 18 and up, at uh, at the church. And it's the era, era of man, the emasculation. Let's just kind of talk about, first of all, how did it come about? How did it drop into your spirit that, okay, it's time to do something like this? Uh, Well, you know. All of the videos that I do are are an evolution of the times that we're living in. A lot mm-hmm. of it is prophetic. Uh, if you go back to the older videos, you'll see a lot of things that were spoken of that are just now coming to pass. The Era of Man series uh, is a series that I've always used to kind of show uh, more health-related issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one was about homosexuality um, and, uh, you know, uh what's in our food right, uh, right. and those kind of things and um, how they play into our mindsets and, you know, cause we're, we're human. So sure. we function off of our fuel. I mean, any mm-hmm. car, uh, you know, it's only as good as the gas you put in it. And, right. and that's how we are. So it talked about that. Then the second one was about uh, called Pharmacos, mm-hmm. Era Man 2. And it was about uh, prescription drugs right. and, you know, how uh, they're just as deadly as street drugs and how society <laughs> right. is actually, um, our society is using those as control mechanisms as well as, you know, uh, mind control um conduits or whatever mm-hmm. and so this particular one is uh era man three is uh focused on the men it's a men only event that we're having at the church uh free admission but it's called the uh, emasculation proclamation and mm-hmm. i'm going to talk about the ways that our society is e- emasculating the men to take mm-hmm. the men out of their rightful role that god has given the men and how when the devil seeks to destroy a society or even the world that's his first move right. because he knows uh, once you change God's order, then, you know, the world is doomed. Right, right. And this in the as it happens, a lot of times it's not anything that's real overt. Mm-hmm. It's real subtle. Yeah. So let's talk about the subtlety of this emasculation process. Yeah, well, I mean, the subtlety goes back to when TV first came on, you know, around, because it's hard to find any real research on the effects of uh, men being emasculated and different things prior to 1944. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to go way back to get information. Uh, most, uh, you know, the Internet is tainted. Right. Uh, the Internet is, uh, <laughs> right, uh, right. It's, it's very um, intentional, right. what you can find and what you can't right. find. Yeah. And uh, most people think they're doing research with the Internet, but the Internet is actually guiding your research. 
And mm. so, it, you know, you really got to go to some books if you want to find out some. Wait, remember those? <laughs> right. <laughs> got to go to some books if you want to, you know, get the information. But, you know, back in 1944, back around that time, you know, TV began to shift the mindset of the home. Um, you know, African-Americans, we can go back to uh, Willie Lynch and, and, and slavery right. and how, you know, in order to conquer the black man, you had to put the black woman over him. Uh, and it's so funny how we just despise slavery, any mention of it, uh, any reference to it, right. uh, any time it's brought up or anything, black folks going to make some signs and go out and protest. Right. But they won't protest the number one issue from slavery, which mm -hmm. which is the Willie Lynch factor, which right. is the black woman being uh, placed over the black man. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, once you begin to do that, it, it's just it's subtle. Uh, it's subtle. The TV began to, to, to show it. They began to show the man as being an idiot and the woman as being logical. Uh, I was watching an episode of Good Times the other day mm -hmm. and James wanting to go do something stupid, uh, or whatever, uh, where he found a bag of money and he wanted to keep it or whatever. And it was the, it was Florida, the woman right. that rationalized it and said it's not mm -hmm. right and this is what you ought to do and this and this. And then James ended up changing his whole mind, mm -hmm. did all this in front of the kids. So the kids right. had to think that their dad was a blithering idiot, but <laughs> all wow. this was done in front of the kids. Well, this is intentional. TV mm -hmm. intentionally did this in the seventies to, you know, to create a show like the Cosby show where, mm -hmm. you know, the, you got a doctor and a lawyer in the house, but the the Bill Cosby was an idiot. He liked to right. play with toys, and he never was a rational one. And she would come in, and she was always the one to bring right. logic, always one to bring some sound judgment and wisdom. And so this is just you know slowly, uh, our, our, like you said, our slow progression into getting into where we are now, which they call this year the year of the woman, where mm -hmm. the woman is being empowered, the woman is being lifted up, the Me Too movement, and all these different movements right. are lifting the woman up. And the woman is being, you know, placed, uh, in the role of the man, uh, not, not just even, not, not equated with the man, but right. actually superior to the man through all of this, you know, rhetoric that's being, uh, um, portrayed on social media and, and in the news. Right, right. And it's, and, and that's really something. As you were saying it, I was, my mind, the VCR in my head was going, it's like, wow, that is true. Yeah. That's exactly what was happening. That's exactly, well, that's exactly what happened, mm -hmm. not realizing what was happening mm -hmm. as you watch that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, it happened in the garden. You know, I, I, I'm the type, if I want to know what the devil's plan is, I'm going to go see what he did first. Right. I feel like the devil's first move had to be his greatest move or his mm -hmm. greatest or what he felt like was the doozy. He's going to try that uh, because he may not get an opportunity to try anything else. So what he what he did first was he lured the woman away from the man or lured her uh, into a conversation with him mm -hmm. that didn't involve the man. Mm -hmm. And he convinced her that there was something God is hiding from you. There's something more you can get. And he used her nurture and nature to uh, deceive her. And and then she took authority over the man and ultimately gave the man uh, the food to eat uh, the other fruit to eat or whatever. And then mankind failed. The Bible right. even tells us that the man wasn't in in the transgression or wasn't deceived in the transgression, but the woman was. So hmm. that's the devil's plan. He knows that if a woman is uncovered or if she's not under the authority or if she's not under the covering of a man uh, the way God properly created us right then she's vulnerable to to those temptations whereas a man would not be 
Right. Wow. Well, we are off and running with uh, Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Uh, wonderful program. Not a program, but it's a recording. Is it going to be a recording? Yeah, live recording. It's going to be a live recording happening uh, January the 12th at 6 p.m. at the Adam and Believers Council Church. And uh, we have so much more to talk about. So please, man, please, sir, don't go anywhere more after this commercial break. This is the greatest battle that we all face as men trying to lead our families. I mean, this is the battle of, of a lifetime. EX Ministries presents Error of Man 3, the Emasculation Proclamation. Masculine. Adjective. Having qualities or appearance traditionally associated with men. None of these really sound like me. For men only, January 12th, 6 p.m. Masculinity and how young men are indoctrinated at an early age. Society is after the men. Join G. Craig Lewis for a live video recording, something every man needs to hear. 60% divorce rate, homosexuality out of control. This stuff is hurting men. It's making you sick. Error of Man 3, the emasculation proclamation. Free admission for all men, ages 18 and up, at the Adamant Believers Council, 7540 Northeast Loop 820 in North Richland Hills, January 12th, 6 p.m. For more information, call 817-764-3025 or visit exministries.com. Contact us directly for group seating. All right, and we are back here on the Community Forum. Jermaine Simpson sitting in for Robert Ashley, and uh, Pastor G. Craig Lewis is here with us talking about a wonderful event that is happening for men only, January the 12th at 6 p.m. It is a live video recording, The Era of Man 3, Emasculation Proclamation. So we kind of talked about what kind of gotten us to this point with uh, television, and I have to say we have to watch what we see because television tells a vision. Mm-hmm. And so in when and in that vision we kinda start believing it. And mm-hmm. believe it or not, we'll act on it and not even realizing that we're acting on what we've witnessed. Mm-hmm. And it's not just acting on it, uh people use television for approval. Right. So you you end up in a state or you make a decision in a certain state and then you turn on TV and TV will testify that it you know that where you are is where you need to be even though it may not be true. So right. you know we folks especially in the African American community, you know, we believe more TV than we do reality. Right. You right. know and and that's that's unfortunate mm-hmm. uh because TV is skewed. I mean, there's yes. nothing that's coming on TV that they don't want you to see. Absolutely. I and, mean, you know? Yeah, it's, it's all produced. Yeah. And, and, and it seems like that when we are watching television, it's, it's like our thinking and our minds go somewhere mm-hmm. instead of looking at this is not even real. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. But it's all made to be real mm-hmm. and it's all made to skew our thinking and our processes mm-hmm. and what it is we're doing, especially us because we're so emotional mm-hmm. as a people. Yeah. You appeal our emotions, you got us. Yeah, and, 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 and it has a lot to do with strong fathers because mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. strong father will teach, you know, a child and even his family uh, that TV is not real. And right. he will show you real and teach you real what real really is. But when the father's missing, the children grow up listening to a lot of I wish things were right. a different way or I wish things were better or I wish things were like this. Or they'll grow up in a deficit wishing mm-hmm. themselves that things were different. I wish I had my father in the home. I wish there was, right. you know, my father was here. So what do you do when you in that wishful state? You're going to go out and, you know, uh, use something that may not be real mm-hmm. and gravitate to it. You know, that's why comic books uh, were so big back in the 60s and the 70s. You know, mm-hmm. you didn't have TV, so they used comic books. That's why every right. one of the superheroes came from a dysfunctional family situation. 
generation. You've never seen a superhero come from a mother wow. and a father in a home. They came from dysfunctional situations, and they were empowered in those situations to make it look like this is the way it should be. If you want superpowers, then you need to have a dysfunctional upbringing. And right. it, it, it made the kids testify to that. And so, I mean, I've cast demons of, of superheroes and stuff out of children oh, wow. who got sucked into that because they used it as an escape. Instead mm -hmm. of dealing with their situation, they gravitated toward, you know, Jack Kirby, Stan Lee, DC Comics or whatever to find a situation that resembled theirs and, and find hope mm -hmm. in what that superhero or those superpowers were able to do. And they went and sought out the powers themselves and tried wow. to get the powers. And so that that was back when it was comic books. So you right. know with the Internet and with mm. these video games and different things where these kids can really escape, right. uh, you know, you're, you're starting to see a lot of people uh, uh, lose the, you know, or the line being blurred between what is real and what is fantasy. Right, right. And it's definitely blurred. And let's just kind of talk about that, uh, the importance of fathers, because we know that there is, uh, and you spoke eloquently on it, and I just want to go deeper into it, because you have some uh, that would say, you know, you don't need your daddy. Fathers don't matter. You know, that sort of thing, which is, again, part of the emasculation part. Mm -hmm. But how important is it? For a father to be in the home, and I'm sure to show with you, a friend of mine, I just talked to a friend of mine, he was like, man, I'm in this relationship, you know, my wife, we don't get along, but I have a seven-year-old daughter, and I'm not leaving her. Mm -hmm. I'm here to make sure that I'm here every night with my daughter, I'm helping her do her homework, I'm picking up from school every day, and if the sacrifice is for me to be in a house where I don't like the wife, I'm making that sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. That's really what it's all about. Yeah, because, I mean, the sacrifice he's making is, is, is relative anyway. Right. Our feelings are relative. Right. So, at the I end mean, of the day, you're absolutely yeah, right. If you love somebody, you can love them again. Right. If you felt, <laughs> right. good, if you felt good about somebody, you <laughs> feel some good point. about them again. It's all relative. I right. mean, it's like us deciding what we don't like to eat, what we once used to like, we may not like. Right. We, but that's us telling our bodies. Mm. Let the doctor tell you you need to eat some, uh, beets, right. uh, to, 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 you know, uh, uh, help, help, help your body or whatever. Right. And you say, I hate beets. I bet you would you find a way meats. to get those beets in you. Because <laughs> Right. It's relative, and then after you that's do true. it, you'll find out. You know, they ain't that bad, man. I'm, I'm doing right. them. You know, they're, they're good. That's because it's just relativity. So we're not going to base, uh, you know, a, a decision that could ultimately uh, harm our children or harm their upbringing or put them in a deficit over an emotional feeling that's relative. Mm -hmm. You know, and so I, I applaud that guy for saying it. When he, yeah. and, and another way he needs to say it or reword it is, well, right now I feel this way about it, but who's right. to say, you know, I don't change or, or we don't change it or I, or I decide to change I mean because it's possible mm -hmm. uh, because you, you you need that image you know we can only do what God did uh, God set the example for us in right. during creation and he gave us his image and his likeness then he told us to be fruitful and multiply what do we do when we're fruitful and multiply we, we multiply in our image and in mm -hmm. our likeness so a child that doesn't have the image and likeness of his father is going to outsource it mm -hmm. and if he has the opportunity to outsource it the only thing in front of him is what we just said is skewed, which is the or, or is tainted, which is television, which is the internet, which is music. He's gonna find someone to model and identify with that has his deficit, and it's gonna change the way he processes everything. But if the father's there, the father can stamp 
his approval on his child by his identity and his likeness as set an example for him. And basically, he doesn't have to outsource identity uh, from anyone other than his father. You know, that's that's why we got guys that's looking like they look now. You right. know, we never had this feminine, effeminate look that men have now. Men have braids longer than women now. Why do they have yeah, braids? That's, yeah. That was a, that used to be a woman thing. Well, right. women braid. Uh, you know, you get your hair braided, but but in prison, that, that that's a big thing. You put right. your hair between a man's legs and let him braid your hair. That's where that came from. I mean, just uh, saying that out loud. I, I know, but that's 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 <laughs> the that's the reality of where that look evolved from. The yeah. sagging of the pants, showing your underwear. That mm-hmm. came from prison. Tattoos, getting tatted all up. That came from prison. Why why are we modeling and doing all the stuff from prison? You know, these guys uh uh doing all these things in prison because their daddies are in prison. Mm-hmm. And that's the issue. Right, right. Their fathers are there. So whether the father is in the house or outside the house, the child is going to strive to get identity from somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we have to make sure at least we're there so that we can stamp our approval on the child and he doesn't have to outsource it by rolling dice. I mean, that's right. Russian roulette. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I like how you said it is we and I wrote it down. You don't want to outsource the image of what they don't have. And mm-hmm. that's exactly right. Sure. What you don't have, you're going to get from somewhere. You're going to get it. They're going to mm-hmm. get it one way or the other, whether right. they get it from you or they outsource it by rolling dice. Like I said, but man, you don't want your child playing Russian roulette with their life. They right. may pick the wrong thing and it may take them down, you know, a dark path. Mm-hmm. And so uh and our society wants the man like that. Right. Want him searching for his Identity. This is why we have the low T problem. I mean, almost every commercial on the sports channel is about low T. And one commercial even blatantly said it, that we have less T than our fathers and our fathers have less than their fathers. So what's going on? They'll never tell you what that is. Mm -hmm. That's men not having a role. When a man doesn't have a role, it changes his resolve. It changes his his feeling toward life, and it begins to ultimately affect him chemically. That's what I'm going to talk about uh, here. It's going to affect his chemical makeup, meaning that if he doesn't have a role, if he's not in the God-given role that God created him for, you know, we can say all day long what we think we want to do. We can say all day long what we think we should do. But God gave us a manuscript for his creation. Mm-hmm. He made us and he gave us a manual. This is your right. operation manual. This is how you operate. You go outside of this, you're going to have some problems. You're going to have some right. challenges. And that's why we have these health challenges because we've gone outside mm-hmm. of the manufacturer's uh, manual mm-hmm. for his, you know, for his product. And we're, we're doing things the wrong way. So it's lowering right. our T. It's lowering our fortitude. It's low. It's, it's effeminizing us mm-hmm. and it's emasculating the woman and putting right. the woman in a position that her body, you know, leading cause of death among women is heart failure. Right. Why are women's heart failing? Well, it's because they are trying to carry the load of a man and they weren't physically constructed. The manual tells us that they right. weren't constructed to carry that load. And so it's affecting them just like it's affecting the men. Right. Wow. Good stuff. The Bible says, and so, and, and, and as believers, mm-hmm. that's what we should go by. What's happening? What does the Bible say about it? So why do we refuse to really some of us even refuse to read the Bible, but why do we refuse to believe what the Bible is saying you know, about I, all of this? And do we have time for that? Or should we take a break first? Let's do this. Let's go ahead and take a break. And then that's what we're going to get into. Okay. What does the Bible say? And why is it that we have a hard time with it? Okay. We're going to talk about that. Pastor G. Craig Moses in the studio. Jermaine Simpson here. Sitting for Robert Ashley. We'll be right back. 
It's 797 KHVN, and we are back. Pastor G. Craig Lewis, uh, live in the studio, talking about uh, the Emasculation Proclamation uh, event that's happening January the 12th at 6 p.m., and we're just kind of uh, off and running. It's going to happen at the Adamant Believers Council uh, Church there in North Richland Hills, and we'll give you more information on that. So just before the break, you know, we talked about all the things that's happening, what's being outsourced, and, and uh, the images that we'll need to try to get our hands on things of that nature and then we started to talk about the bible mm-hmm. because we as christians and we are christians we are believers um what does the bible have to say about all of this uh false imaging that we're getting in and it seems as though christianity is taking a bit of a hybrid approach because it's what we're making it mm-hmm. you know we're making it a hybrid thing mm-hmm. and it's not the bible says this mm-hmm. and we just want to make it Everything else, motivational teaching and speaking, and but what does the Bible say? Well, you know, a hybrid it means that it's it's just it's created by two 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 varying formulas, right? Right. So, I mean, the problem with you know the people making the Bible hybrid is you know they're making it optional, right? So they make the right. instructions optional. Now mm-hmm. I've put together a lot of things. I've you know from chairs to tables. I used to work for Lazy Boys. I used to put together mm-hmm. Lazy Boy chairs. I, I'd put together you know electronics, different things. And what I found out that whenever I opt to use my own understanding and not use the manual, mm-hmm. I end up with a bunch of screws left. Right. I'm like, where We've does this screw go? Where does this <laughs> screw been go? I, this nut is here. Right. Did, did they give you extra parts? You know, you start trying to believe they give you extra parts. <laughs> you you <do>. know, <laughs> until you try to sit on it or utilize it, and it's making a noise it should right. make. It's falling apart right. or whatever, whatever. And then right. after it breaks down, you call the manufacturer <laughs> and fuss at them and say, right. "Well, you know, y'all gave, sold me something that's defective, whatever." And the first thing they're going to ask you, "Well, who assembled it?" You say, "Well, I assembled it." They say, "Did you use all the parts?" Mm-hmm. Did you use all the parts that came with it? Well, there was some stuff left over. Okay, then we know that this was user (laughs) error. (laughs) And that's the problem with the church. You know, you know, that's what God is saying. While we praying to him and asking him for stuff, he's basically telling us, did you use everything? Have you used all the parts? Have you really searched the scripture before you make this decision? Folks make decisions and then talk to God. You're right. And that's, that's, you know, that's, that's a bad formula. Mm. The Bible says, and all your ways acknowledge him and right. he shall direct your path. So if our path is being directed by us, society, mm. or a lot of times it's our deficit and our dysfunction that's directing our path. Mm. And then we get so far one direction, you know, going the way we thought was right. By the time we come to the knowledge of the truth, we feel we've gone too far to change. Or we right. feel, well, let me go find a church that's going to preach to my dysfunction and make me okay the way I am because I'm, I'm so far out here. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's kind of where it is. That's why people, like you asked before the break, that's why people aren't, aren't listening to the Bible or aren't understanding it. It's because it's inhibiting them mm-hmm. from continuing the way that they want to continue. Right, right. And just like the Bible says, there is a way they seem with right mm-hmm. unto man. But at the end of it, it's just destruction. Yeah. So how did we get, how did we get here? And I, and I speak to you, uh, as an authority on this because I know that you're well studied mm-hmm. in all of it. And so that's why I'm asking you this question. So I see you as an expert and we're bringing this to the KJV family. So how do you see us? How did we get here? Well, Paul laid it out specifically to Timothy, uh, well, explicitly to Timothy. And he said, uh, you know, perilous times are going to come. Mm-hmm. He said in the last days, perilous times will come. The first statement he made was men shall become lovers of themselves. Right. Right. That's the issue. 
That's mm. where everything stems from. Hmm. Men becoming lovers of themselves, of their own selves, meaning we want knowledge the way we want it. We want success the way we want it. We want, uh, you know, uh, status the way we want it instead of the way God wants it. And once we become lovers of our own selves, we become heady, high-minded. Like You know, the Bible lists them all, uh, lovers of pleasure more it, than it lovers does. of God, mm-hmm. uh, it's, uh, without natural affections. All of those things come because mm-hmm. we become lovers of our own way or we become lovers of ourselves more than we love God. Mm, right, and it's true, and the and like you said, and even in the answer that you give, you went back to the manual. Yeah, it all starts and stops with the manual of the, the Bible. That's all I know. Like, right. I mean, I think I'm a pretty smart guy as far as you know. I know mm. some science. Right, I know some biology. You know, I know those things. Mm. So, you know, carn- carnally, I may have some knowledge. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to living this life and right. who we are, I know nothing. I'm just right. like Paul. So I have to go to the manual. I have right. to find out because I don't want to get to a point in my life where I'm looking back and regretting all the stuff I did. Right. Why right. not just plug into what God's plan is now and, mm-hmm. and consult the manufacturer right. and find out where this product is supposed to go and what how it's supposed to function. Right. So so how do we deal with, um, again, kind of what it is that we see? Because we see a lot of... Um, a lot of Christians uh, that kind of seem to dabble in, and I don't know if that's the correct word to use, but we go in places that we shouldn't necessarily go because it affects our witness, mm-hmm. you know. And so we, we do these things that affects our witness in the name of, well, I'm just real. This is just mm-hmm. who we are. Mm-hmm. When I'm really not interested in what you do in your bedroom, mm-hmm. you know, I, I really could care less about that and then too how does that help your witness because what it's all about is winning souls Mm -hmm. so how do we get so distracted and pulled over into well i'm just keeping it real when i'm when this is happening i'm not listening to this i'm just keeping it real Mm -hmm. how do how does how do how do we go wrong there you know and why did we go wrong well 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 well, i mean let's let's define witness Mm -hmm. i mean you don't have a witness you are a witness right so when we talk about somebody affecting their witness, they're not affecting their witness. Mm-hmm. We are the witness. So they're not a witness. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're not a witness. If they were a witness, then they wouldn't do those things that would hinder them or right. hinder their witness. You know what I'm saying? Like every, everyone has struggles and issues sure. and different things that they deal with or whatever. But a lot of stuff that that's happening publicly, people are doing boldly against the word of God or right. they're doing boldly against the will of God. Mm-hmm. Then they have no witness like you can only be a witness or not be a witness or you could be a witness. You're going to be a witness either way. You're going to be a witness you to the truth true. or you're going to be a witness to what is yeah, false. That's true. And that's people. You know, the Bible says the one thing you can't hide is your heart mm-hmm. because out of it flows the issues of life. So mm-hmm. I'm going to know your witness by the decisions you make right. and I'm going to know your heart by the decisions you make. Right. That's what the Bible teaches us and that's what we don't hear enough of. We, you know, we've taken grace and tried to make grace something that we produce 
you know, right. or we desire for you to produce for us. Mm-hmm. That's not what it is. Grace is God's uh, unmerited favor that he gives to us, mm-hmm. but we still have to deal with earthly consequence. Right. And so if we do things that's inhibiting our, our ability to, you know, uh, witness uh, the cause of Christ or even to be upstanding citizens for our family and the good right. examples for our children, then, you know, it's our, it's not our witness that hurt, that, that, that we've hurt. We've hurt ourselves by right. being a bad witness. Right, right. And that is so true because you're, you're absolutely right. We are the witness. Mm-hmm. Whether you are witnessing, whether it's something for the positive or for the negative. Yeah. What you're doing, that's the witness. You're absolutely <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. So yeah. that's why we have to be careful, saints. We have to be uh, mindful and just go back to the manual. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no guesswork about it. Mm-hmm. It's all in the manual. Yeah. And the manual is the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm looking at this picture right here of uh, Dietrich Hatton. You know, I, I did a video about the mm-hmm. song he has because right. he has an explicit, sexually explicit song, yeah. Christmas song, mm-hmm. uh, called... Uh, uh, let's make love on Christmas. Right. And he's a pastor. Right. And he's released this song and they he's released it under the guise that I can talk like this because I'm married and and you know, my wife, this is what I'm gonna do to her. I mean yeah. he even talks about, you know, some sexually right. explicit acts he's gonna right. perform on her in the song. Right. And so I released a video, you know, and posted it on YouTube and he had the audio of his song taken out of my video. Wow. And I'm like, dude, I mean, I, I don't have that many hits. I mean, right, right. if it's okay, then why are you worried about my video? Well, I, I think, you know, he understands that, you know, it's important for us to have, you know, a, a public image that mm-hmm. God can actually utilize. Mm-hmm. It, that's one of the requirements of being a pastor. The mm-hmm. one of the requirements he said, you got to be well spoken of. Right. So controversy can't surround you. Uh, scandal can't surround you mm-hmm. or you harm your ability to actually help other people. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, a preacher making a song about making love and going in explicit detail. Yeah. I think that's, I think we've gotten to a point now where these folks can do whatever they want and they can. Right. You know, I talked about it in the first Truth Behind Hip Hop that that was the devil's plan to lift himself up. The Bible says he said he would lift his stars up above the stars of God. Mm-hmm. He would sit in the side of the north, meaning he would equate himself with God. Right. That means he has the ability to do what he wants to do mm-hmm. without consulting God. Right. And that's what a lot of these musicians are doing. They're coming out with these secular albums and stuff like this. They aren't consulting with God or right. God's chosen to even be advised because their music and their status in the music industry has lifted them up to the point where they have, you know, uh, uh, they're above reproach wow. and no one can sit them down and say, Hey man, this is why this isn't right. Mm-hmm. And that's funny. Interesting that you say that this is what you said in the first video, which was in 19, uh, 2000, 2000, yeah. 19 years ago, the first video. And at that time, it was groundbreaking. What are you talking about? Yeah, everybody Man, said I was crazy. Yeah, they said it was But 19 years later, how does that make you feel when you see what you spoke about in 2000? It's like, well, here it is. It's no surprise to me. You guys, you, why weren't you listening? <laughs> I mean, I believe it the same now that I did then. Uh, I see it as the anointing of God just choosing uh, someone to warn the church. And because the church didn't listen, we're in the predicament you know, that we're in now. So I see it as God's power actually being prophetic and, 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 and trying to warn the church. 
Mm, wow. Well, we're going to talk more about that. Okay. Pastor G. Craig Lewis is in the house, and uh, you are on board the Community Forum, and we're so glad that you're here, hoping that you are gleaming something out of this, and uh, a lot of great information, a lot of great truths as we are going back to the manual as part of this conversation. So please stay with us. We'll be back with more right after this. This is the greatest battle that we all face as men trying to lead our families. I mean, this is the battle of of a lifetime. EX Ministries presents Error of Man 3, the Emasculation Proclamation. Masculine. Adjective. Having qualities or appearance traditionally associated with men. None of these really sound like me. For men only, January 12th, 6 p.m. Masculinity and how young men are indoctrinated at an early age. Society is after the men. Join G. Craig Lewis for a live video recording, something every man needs to hear. 60% divorce rate, homosexuality out of control. This stuff is hurting men. It's making you sick. Error of Man 3, the emasculation proclamation. Free admission for all men, ages 18 and up, at the Adamant Believers Council, 7540 Northeast Loop 820 in North Richland Hills, January 12th, 6 p.m. For more information, call 817-764-3025 or visit exministries.com. Contact us directly for group seating. And we are back, y'all. 797 KHVN, the community forum, often run with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, uh, discussing the emasculation proclamation. Uh, it's happening, it is happening January the 12th at 6 p.m. It's an absolutely free event. Live video recording, and, uh, Pastor Craig has done several of these video recordings. And just before the break, we, we were discussing, um, the recording that, that started it all, so to speak. And I don't know if I should phrase it like that. No, I'm not trying yeah. to frame you, okay? That kind of started it all back in 2000. As we talked about the uh, different artists and gospel artists and uh, where they would try to make themselves, whether they're doing it or not, but they are seen as gods. Mm -hmm. And that's, saints, isn't that where we are right now? Lifted up higher than God. Lifted up higher than God. That's Isaiah 14 and 11. That, That, you know, I tell people all the time, I can, people can disagree with me all day. They do. People can distance themselves from right. me, and pastors can tell their members, don't listen to me, whatever. They, they can do all of that. Right. But, man, I can pick up the Bible and find what I'm doing. Right. And that's... That's that's the confidence mm-hmm. that, that I have in what my calling is and what right. I'm doing. I find examples of what I'm doing. I find mm-hmm. examples of the same persecution I'm going through. Mm-hmm. I find examples of the same, you know, issues that... I have to struggle with with when it comes to people in the church and different things. Mm-hmm. I can find that. The only place I can find a musical artist lifted up before the people mm-hmm. and doing whatever you want to do is Isaiah 14 and 11. And that's mm-hmm. Lucifer. Lucifer is the only example wow. of that. An itinerant singer that can come into a church and take the authority over of the pastor, take his authority, take the authority of the word, take and use it for whatever he wants, do whatever he wants. And because the people buy it and like it and like him as an artist and follow him, no mm-hmm. one's going to say nothing. He has total autonomy. He can do whatever he want to do. Mm-hmm. That's Lucifer. So mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, if, I, if, if I'm going to be like somebody in the Bible, right. I definitely don't want to be like a fallen angel. Right, right. And that's just a very... Um, it's a very practical truth, but why do we, why don't we want to see and recognize it? Because what you described, and uh, you know, I work for a concert promoter, so I see all mm-hmm. of what you just said, and mm-hmm. it's so, it's a, you're exactly right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what's seen. Yeah. So why do we struggle with truth? And maybe that's a deeper question than than we have time for. But why do we struggle well, with well, truth? Well, if a singer has a following, right, that is, you know, a hundred times greater than the pastor. Right. Then the pastor is a lot of times reluctant to go against that singer mm-hmm. uh, for fear of losing 
influence of mm-hmm. his membership. Mm-hmm. It's all about influence. Right. The devil, it's all about, the only reason the devil does what he does is for influence. Mm-hmm. He wants to influence the masses. Right. So the larger his platform, the greater his influence. That's why he took Jesus up to the Bible says the highest mountain mm-hmm. and tempted him and told him, bow down to me. Right. Not if, you know, because if you do it up here, everyone will see it. Right. And that's right. basically what, what he wanted him to do. Wow. Uh, it, it was an influence battle. Mm-hmm. And Jesus was like, you know, get behind me. Wow. So I'm going to show you where the influence is. You get behind me, meaning mm-hmm. I'm in the front. Right. So I'm the influencer, not you. Right. And that's the issue. Whoever has the influence has the power in the minds of men or in the earth. And so this is why it's very important that pastors stand up and stand strong and realize, dude, it doesn't matter what the singers are doing. Your influence don't come from you anyway. Right. It comes from the teaching of the standard of holiness uh, according to the word. Right. We got to stick with the standard. We stick with the standard that the word, t- even when we ourselves struggle with it, we must teach the standard because it's not us. Right. It's the word. And if we leave it on the word, then the word is responsible for it. And then people have to deal with the word right. when they go against the word. Right. And instead of dealing with the word, we want to deal with our emotions. There you go. It's and that's what, what we talked about yeah. earlier, because we are such an emotional people that if you appeal to emotions, we're good with that. Yeah. Well, the Bible says the justified mm-hmm. or the just shall live by faith. Right. Uh, the just going to live by faith, not by sight. Mm-hmm. We don't walk. We walk by faith, not by sight. So if we're looking at it and saying, man, I better go on and bring this artist in, or I better go on and agree with this artist because I might lose some people or whatever, then we're walking by our sight. Right. But if we say, hey, no matter who it is, I'm going to correct them because God has given me the authority to, mm-hmm. then we're walking by faith. Let the chips fall where they may. Right, right, right. So, so let me ask you this then. So because of that and because that we are, that's right, let me do this real quick. We're having 97 case fan Fort Worth, Dallas. Top of the hour, off and running with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, and I certainly hope that you are getting something out of this conversation. I know that I am, and I trust and believe that you are as well. And so we're talking about uh, and particularly our people being emotional, we're just so emotional, mm-hmm. things of like that. Because of that emotion, do you feel the black church has failed the black community in a way instead of teaching word what's right, this is what we do, we appeal to emotions? You know, one thing I don't like to do is speak for the church. Sure, sure, <laughs> you know, sure. I, I know people that do that. Oh, right. see, we've done the homosexual right. so wrong, and oh, we that drives me crazy. Yeah, yeah, but I, that's I, so I, don't, too. I don't, I don't speak. <laughs> I don't. I, I want to apologize on behalf of the church. Right, I apologize. I'm like, dude, Sit you down. are the most arrogant person I've ever, I've ever, <laughs> right. I've ever known. You right. don't speak for the whole church. Right. So the church isn't mine. The Bible sure. says Christ is the head of mm. the church. Uh, so if Christ is the head of the church, then I don't think the church is capable of failing people okay. as much as it's the people that make up the church that sure. are failing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, 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 the church is going to be here. The gates right. of hell aren't going to prevail. Mm-hmm. Even the seven churches of Asia, I mean, six of them were going the wrong direction, and Jesus didn't close not one of them. He just right. told them to repent because that church was made up of humans, mm-hmm. and humans aren't perfect. Humans will fail. So the issue we have now, I don't believe, is a church issue as much as it is an individual desire. It's a desire that Mm. men have for immorality, and they don't want their morality challenged by the church. And so they lift up immoral 
preachers and pastors. You know, uh, they just made a big deal of who uh, Jamal Bryant being placed in the New Birth yeah. Church or whatever. This man has the worst reputation in the whole Christendom. Uh, and then also he teaches lasciviousness. I mean, he let RuPaul pray over him. Okay, so really? oh yes, he did on the preacher show. Yeah, and so that's what I'm saying. This is who's being lifted up. But remember what the Bible said. The Bible mm. told us this. It said that uh, that they would have itching ears, right. and they would heap up. He said the people would heap up on themselves mm -hmm. teachers having itching ears, meaning the people are going to select the leaders in the church. Right. The people are going to start putting the leaders, or they'll start going to the churches that agree with their immorality or with their lascivious behavior. So it's the people. So we can never say that the church has failed. The people are going after what they want, and they're lifting up who they want to lift up. It's right. all our choice. And so I would look at it more as the church just being reflective mm -hmm. of the communities that they're a part of, or the church being reflective of the needs and the desires of the people that's pumping money into them. Wow, wow, that's good. That's so good. And it's and and that this is the thing. And people know me, and I'm I'm uh, just kind of a straight shooter, you know. And that's just my family. I can't help it. But in this conversation, and even in past conversations that I've heard, I've yet to hear you say anything that's not the truth. <laughs> that's not the Bible. So, and if you can't contradict it with the word, then what's the problem? Man, I get, I mess you know, with folks' money, Jermaine. Right, that's yeah, that's yeah, the issue, yeah. you know. Um, I had ministers tell me, you know, man, I want to bring you to our city, but, you know, the head of our minister's council pulled pastors together, and they said, don't bring you because, wow. you know, what you're teaching hurts the money. Wow. And I'm like, is it about the money? Well, yeah, it is about right. the money. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, you know, I've learned that it, it doesn't have to do with what I'm saying or how right. I'm saying it or that. It, it has to do with I'm I'm hurting some folks' upward mobility or the plans they have. You know, if you're right. a gospel artist, you planning on releasing an R&B love album or whatever, whatever you ain't gonna come talk to me right. because I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, well, I could I could first start off with the science behind it. Who even said that we need music when we're being intimate right. what is the science behind it what is the science of a third party singing people don't even realize that yeah. there is science behind that mm -hmm. to where the intention of the heart of the author that is performing or singing can actually dream in with the, the, the intimacy that you wow. have uh, why are you listening to someone singing about something else and you're trying to you know uh, uh, make that about the situation you're in right then so all of these conflicting things I got a whole video about it called uh, Lord of Discords, the right. Truth Hip Hop Part 8, wow. where I talked about the science behind this and mm. this R&B music and people using love music to make love or people using music for intimacy, period. You don't need another voice in there. You don't need threesomes, right. foursomes, twentysomes up in there, folks right. singing about other things. It's just not necessary, but the world has conditioned us that we need that music plan to set the mood, okay? So if we're setting the mood, mm. then what were the people doing when they were recording it? What what were they thinking? What was the mood? What mood were they in? All these questions would have to be answered if I'm just going to make the blanket statement that it's a mood setter. And so <laughs> nobody want to go there. Jermaine, that's too much. Wow. Ah, well, you know, you, Doc, you, you going too deep, you going too far. Well, I'm just trying to protect these folks from having spirits of lust that come right. from the artists that are singing in the background or having spirits of perversion or having night vis uh, uh, night husbands and night right. wives or incubus and succubus, all these spirits. Because at the end of the day, 
if we're Christians, then we're fighting a spiritual battle. We right. wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, spirits, rulers of darkness, <laughs> spiritual wickedness Back in high places. Brother, this stuff is beyond us. So right. we got to be very careful what we do because we don't want to open up a doorway for these spiritual things that come in and we have spiritual issues that affect our community. Right. What's affecting the community ain't the church, it's, it's the so spiritual issues. issues. And it's the immorality, the very thing that destroyed mankind. God said that every thought of their heart or of their mind was uh, inconceivably evil. Right. Every thought was evil. Mind. And that's why he destroyed the earth. And that's why right. he's going to destroy it again, because we're getting to that point where all of our thoughts, well, what's corrupting our thoughts? Our actions are, we're opening ourselves up and, and allowing these spirits and different things to come in. And, and I know that to be true. I've um, worked with a lot of artists, seen a lot of artists, and worked with artists that have worked with other artists and R&B artists. And, I, and I'm not going to call his name, but, uh, but he's passed on. But I know someone that was there, in the studio as this particular artist was recording and the fact they said some of the things that he would be doing as he was recording mm -hmm. you are exactly right no, i've talked to him i've talked yeah, to the record companies right. i've talked to the mastering houses i know exactly what goes on in there right. it's all calculated it's yeah. all planned even some of this gospel that's why you know it's it's, it's straying away from 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 what is true. So, you know, we have to make sure that the Bible says we got to try every spirit. We got to right. see what the motive is behind folks doing what they do. Right. Wow. I'm telling you, we could talk for the entire two hours, Pastor Craig. But we could, <laughs> I mean, we really could. And uh, just but but listen, come on out January the 12th, uh, 6 p.m. It is a live video recording, The Era of Man 3, Emasculation Proclamation at the Adams Believers uh, Council, uh, 7540 Northeast Loop 820, North Richland Hills, Texas. Um, if you want information, you can call 817-764-3025. Just real, what can they expect? Just real quick. Um, we're going to deal with uh, the emasculation of the man and how to get men back in the role that God created them for. So we can deal with some of this stuff that's going on. All right. Yeah. Well, th thanks for stopping by. We appreciate you just oh, being yeah. uh, being with us for as long as you were. I know you have a lot happening. So thanks for being here with us. And uh, what we're going to do, we're going to take a, a station idea, too, and we'll come back with more right after this.